Know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. It is us. We can attest to it. We've got the DNA proof. John Ashton in studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at uh, Edinburgh, Indiana, at Timbergate Golf Course. The number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana, according to Golf Digest Magazine. And who are we to argue with them? Which makes us collectively known as those weekend golf guys. Glad you're here. Glad we're here. Glad Jeff's here. It was it was rough, Jeff. We weren't sure you were going to make it, but you feeling okay now, man? I'm feeling better. Okay. I'm feeling better. I think this one needs to be titled the sickness episode. <laughs> okay. You're sounding a little scratchy. I'm feeling a lot scratchy. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be some hacking and sniffing going on in this one. Yeah. Probably might not be able to edit a lot of this out. <laughs> we will do our best, man. Do our best. But it is December and we're in the Midwest or the Mid-South. Uh, really, really hard to determine where we are. We're in the middle of the sickness zone. That's where we are. That's where we are. Yeah. And it just depends on where the wind blows, man. I don't want to get political, but I have always said that we need a wall on the border. But I said on the northern border, keep the Canadian air out. Yeah, that's right. I am fully on board with that for sure. Because in the wintertime, man. Keep that sucker high. You get that, uh, what is it, the um, Alberta Clipper? Uh, yeah, just coming down from Canada, man, and the temperatures plummet from from kind of cool to I'm staying inside. Those are the two temperature differentiations we have. Can't play golf very well when you're into the I'm staying inside temperature zones. So we like to get out of this as quickly as is possible. We may discuss a few places, uh, little alternatives. You might be able to spend a week or two or a month or four uh, this time of year where the golf is still good. Jeff's got some ideas. Uh, we can talk about some ideas of what to and what not to give a golfer for Christmas. And, um, and little things, you know, when, when you've got the number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana on the line with you, you ask some, uh, some teacher questions, some things that many of us have pondered about uh, the, the thought processes of golf instructors as they look and watch watch us try to play this game it's got to be frustrating for them we would imagine we can delve into that too a little bit as the time goes on we are inching closer and closer to christmas hope you survived friday the 13th and now we're on to bigger and better things and many of those bigger and better things is what we're going to talk about coming up in the next hour right here with this weekend golf guys so stick with us I have this problem. In fact, a lot of us share the same problem. But you go to bed at night, and if you're like me, you, you can't get your brain to stop. It just keeps going. Whether it's anxiety or, or what, it just takes so long to calm down and actually fall asleep that by the time I wake up in the morning, I have not had a very good night's sleep. I've tried everything, over-the-counter, prescriptions, and then I found Fields. Fields, F-E-A-L-S. What is it? It's a premium CBD delivered directly to my doorstep every month. And what it does naturally helps reduce my stresses and my anxieties and those little nagging aches and pains you really don't notice until you try to fall asleep and overall sleeplessness. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. You need to become a member by going to feels.com slash weekend and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. F-E-A-L-S dot com 
slash weekend to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Fields.com slash weekend. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Hopefully you are still aware of who you are. Holiday parties have uh, started. Some of us are having trouble <laughs> thinking. I'm trying not to go to them because you know what happens. You know about two people at the party and you spend the rest of the time out there just munching and drinking. And, and once, once people find out who you are, it's like free lesson time, free advice yeah. time. That's okay. Yeah. I don't mind that. Okay. I really don't. It's just seed money. You know, it's it's just a little bit of advertising. I really don't mind when people come up and, you know, they, they said, oh, my gosh, I saw the thing in Golf Digest. That's amazing. You know, I, I don't care. Yeah. Um, it's uh, The yeah. part that I don't like is when I'm going to parties, a bunch of people who aren't golfers, now I'm sitting there going, hey, here we go. <laughs> now it's time to talk about stuff I don't want to talk about. Because, you know, inevitably it's going to get down to the politics or something like that. And you're like, okay, where's the cake? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm stepping away from that. I'm not getting into that. And then the problem becomes is I'll hang out in that stuff and I'll start talking about Christmas decorations or anything except politics. You yeah. know, yeah. but what always happens is I gain a few pounds at these Christmas parties. This is not the time of year to be on a diet, but dang it, I need to be on one. Well, you know, I, I took steps. Because I say you have to uh, take steps to avoid any Christmas holiday weight gain. And the first step I took, probably the only one I'll take, is I, I took the batteries out of the scale. So we don't have That's to worry. That's a good about idea. It. Yeah, That's don't a have good to start. I like that. <laughs> Try that and see I, how it works. What, what right. the, I saw this guy, man, the other day. He was out shopping with his wife, grocery shopping. Okay. And you could tell he was bored. He was just there. I don't know. Maybe he had done something wrong and this was his punishment, or maybe he just likes spending time. I'm not sure what the deal was, but you know there were about 177 places he'd rather be than walking up and down the aisles of the grocery store with his wife. And where she was contemplating some major decision in the frozen food department, he's just standing there and he's doing a practice golf swing. You've seen these guys, haven't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure have. <laughs> when when you see Little these Johnny guys. Carson deal. Yeah, when, when you see them do that in the store, when you see them do that anywhere, and even when you're out on a golf course and you're watching golfers, how do you fight the urge to say, no, 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 you're doing it all wrong, man? Now, the first thing I do when I see somebody in the grocery store or someplace like that doing the golf swing, I just walk up to them, stand right in front of them, and give them a high five. Oh, okay, cool. Because I know where their mind's at. Right. right, yeah. And then I talk to them about, hey, what's a shot you hate? And then they always tell me it's the same one, the one that peels away from you, right? Mm-hmm. I say, okay, so if you keep putting, you're training yourself to put your hands on it the way you just did, that's going to happen. And if you keep moving your body the way you just did, that's going to happen. And they're like, huh? Like, yeah, because every time you train something, you're doing something and you're training yourself to do that thing in that way. I said, I don't know if I'd be training that thing, dude, because what you just did guaranteed it to happen. He's like, how do you know? Then I'll tell him. <laughs> Who the heck do you think you are? <laughs> right. That's just kind of how I go about it. Then you pull out that copy of Golf Digest magazine you carry in your pocket conveniently, and you tell them who you are. I just bought all the ones off the shelf. <laughs> got like a stack of them at home. Uh, you'd think that as a spiff, they'd give you a couple extra copies, you know? Uh, they send you the electronic version, send you the logos and stuff like that. You know, you got to go get them all digitized. And, yeah. You know, yeah. so how about this? I've, I've never had such an honor, you know? 
so now I got to go figure out how I'm going to change the marketing plan and all that stuff, new logo, clothes, you know, <laughs> got to have it embroidered on the sleeve, you know, that kind of stuff. Because it's just business marketing now. That's it. A lot of people go, dude, you just got a big head now. I'm like, no, this is how you market yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, your business just got a nice award. I just happen to be my business. You know, it's all in my head. You know what you can get? You, you put this on one sleeve, and you know what you can put on the other sleeve? Because it, it is uh, official. The issue has been released from CV yeah, Magazine. That? You are the co-host of the number one golf radio show in the United States of America, according to CV Magazine. I love it. How about that? So there's your other uh, your other sleeve. I'm going to be looking like a NASCAR driver here pretty quick. <laughs> or, or a PGA got professional. Logo, got, this, got this logo, got that logo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the guys from Europe always, they have a little bit more. Get, I think they got bigger logos, and I think they got more of them. They tend to walk around looking like a billboard a little bit more so than the American guys. I'm thinking UPS must pay a lot more than other people because um, the Europeans that have the brown UPS golf shirts, they don't have much else on them. Yeah, you're right. So nobody else wants to put their logo on a brown shirt. <laughs> when when you look at people doing things wrong, is it easy for you to stop up, step up to them and say, "Hey, would you like to know how to do that right?" Or do you ignore it? Or I mean, it's got to be tough when you see something that you know you can fix. Do you have to go and fix it, or can you walk away? How's how's it work for? If I'm by myself, I instantly go up and fix it. Okay, cool. If I'm with Kathy and we're out doing something, I'll head that direction and she'll grab me by the arm. She goes, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> said, don't do it. I don't have the time. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I mean. Because she knows. It, She's watched me yeah. give a golf lesson. We stopped in, on a, in, a, in the roadside uh, on the way down to Hillstead one time. From Indiana to Hillstead. We stopped at the Kentucky-Tennessee border. There's a, a rest stop there. Mm-hmm. I'm standing there in the rest stop and there's a dude standing next to me about i don't know a couple three feet away he happens to notice i got a pj logo on my shirt my sleeve he starts asking me questions while we're standing there and then and next thing you know inside of five minutes we're outside and he's got a golf club and i'm sniffing around for acorns that we can use to teach with i'm looking for acorns i'm teaching golf with acorns still think chestnuts would have been better for golf ball sizes but that's just me probably if you can but do it with acorns more power to you right yeah you got it just looking for what was available so here i am lining up acorns on the ground i put one in the middle and i'm telling him to hit the middle one you know and getting him to, to visualize a path of his club is hilarious i get back in the car my wife's looking at me shaking her head going you know that cost us 20 minutes right there on the road like, yeah. yeah she goes what was, was that worth i said some goodwill 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, like, okay. I'm taking you out to dinner. Okay. That worked. Yeah. There you go. Placator. Well, I mean, she's a physician. That would be like you guys going out and she hears somebody coughing immediately. She goes over and tries to, you know, give him a physical or something. Well, you got to understand. It works both ways, man. You know? It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. She's pulled over to the side of the road, you know, car accidents and whatnot, and uh, just checking the scene. Right. And that's the thing you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing you have to do, right? Right. Well, in my mind, they're not all that different. No, you... In her mind, they are. You you right. feel as morally obligated to fix a bad golf swing as she does to repair a broken body. There you go. Right. 
Because, <laughs> you know, it's all pain and suffering, whichever way you look at it. Right. Well, there you go. Right? I read this thing the other day. I thought it was really funny. It was this meme online. And I saw this thing. There was this picture of a woman who was clearly in pain, screaming. You know, the, just a picture. You couldn't, you know, it was just close up of her head, screaming. And it said something along the lines of, you know, woman in childbirth is the closest thing that women will ever know the pain that a man goes through when he misses a two-foot putt. Yeah, I know. We posted that on the website, and and your wife took offense to it. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all. Yeah, she, she left just no comment, just one of those little angry faces. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, oops. I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> We've done it now. All yeah. right. I'll listen. Uh, I'm glad that I'm not the one that posted that. Does it, mark, does it mark on our Facebook page who posts that? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, you're off the hook, Good. buddy. I'm off the hook. <laughs> you're off now. the well, hook. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you can check thank it out much. the aforementioned Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and follow it. And you can see all lots of things that may tick you off, too, uh, and, and other things that will help. We've got a, a, a trick shot artist on there right now man it's it's great 156 people have shared this so it was something that everybody was interested in but it's just a guy trying to drive a golf ball and he's got the best trick shot you've ever seen and um, i wish i knew where the ball went but they didn't show that they just showed him hitting it but you got to check it out facebook.com slash golf guys go there during this uh, slight pause and come on back we will be back in just a few seconds hang with us we are those weekend golf guys if you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. You know, golfers, we love gear. It's a big part of our game, and we put a lot of time and, and, let's face it, a lot of money into getting it right, whether we're researching our next irons or maybe even testing out some new tees. But there is one important piece of equipment that we overlook, your golf cart battery. Most of us don't consider the quality of our battery. That That is until it dies, and we're stranded out in the middle of the course. That's why we want you to know about the Relyon Insight battery, the intelligent golf cart battery that utilizes intuitive software for better performance and fewer disconnects. The Relyon Insight battery is powered by lithium, not lead acid, so it charges faster, provides more range, and requires no maintenance. It's a drop-in replacement, so just connect and go. You can learn more at RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use our special promo code GolfGuys for 10% off. Plus, you'll get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. Again, that's RelyonBattery.com slash GolfGuys and use promo code GolfGuys. And no other lithium battery compares to Relyon's. Order yours today. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us, facebook.com slash golf guys. And we're back those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Hey, Jeff, I was reading something um, the other day that said for picking a golf ball. And I know we have had this discussion many times. You, you tend to tell people you counsel us to buy the best ball we can afford to lose. And we really should determine um, how many balls we lose in the course of a round on average to determine what balls we should buy, et cetera, et cetera. But this said the ball, the ball you should buy because we get, we get confused when, when price is not the consideration, 
when you want to go, you know, two-piece, three-piece, four-piece, you know, Serlin cover, urethane cover, all that kind of different combinations that do really nothing more than confuse us. They said that what you should do is find the ball that works best for the best shot you have. I find that to be an interesting statement. Yeah. Yes. But here's the thought. Okay. How many people actually hit the best shot they have more than once during a round? Well, um, it, not many. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully you only yeah, shoot. So I can't follow that one. You only right? shoot one? Yeah. I think their point was. Trouble following that, <clears throat> that line there. Their, their point was that if, if chipping is, your, is the best part of your game, use a ball that helps or, or, or um, amplifies your chipping ability. If, you know, driving it straight and long is the best part of your game, get a ball whose characteristics, again, would amplify that ability. You know, no makes sense, sense. No sense getting sense. a ball that goes longer if you hit it into the woods 75% of the time, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's hard to tell because everybody's got, you know, longer, softer, farther, straighter. Um, and it's like insurance. You know, I keep saving... Every time I change insurance companies, I can save 150 bucks. Eventually, I'm going to get down to where they're paying me, you know? And you figure you keep changing your golf balls to get them longer and farther than the last one you had. Eventually, you're going to be hitting 350, 400-yard drives. Eventually, we'll all be doing that. Yeah. You know, the only the only chance that that's really going to happen is if we're all playing on airport runways that tilt downhill. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, other than that. There's some friction out there that's about to happen to stop our golf balls. Because, you know, if you're only popping it out there 185 yards in the air, you can need serious action on the ground. That's true. That is true. So here's the thought about golf balls, right? I tell people a lot, the short game is where your golf ball should be created. That's the, or that's the golf ball you ought to do, use. Because that's the majority of your scoring. And if you are the kind of player that needs or wants to hit the kind of shots that spin a lot to get it close to make your short game better, then that's the one you use. But if you're a bump and run kind of guy all over the place and let everything roll out to the hole, then those spinny balls aren't, aren't necessarily for you. But let me tell you, the spinny balls, they lo- people lose a lot of those until they become my students. <laughs> I teach them how to hit them straight. Now all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, so I now, so the titleists aren't going to be that expensive now yeah. for a round of golf because I'm not going to lose them. Yeah, now does. I can have a better short game because I use the Pro V, Pro V One, AVX, whatever it is, right? Right, and I can use a dozen for more than a dozen will last me more than one round. Yeah, that's important. It is. <laughs> that's important. I think it. You know, to think that you're buying a ball that says, well, it's longer off the tee. All that means is that it spins less. Mm-hmm. The trouble is, is that some people need the spin. They're selling this to everybody. The marketing hits everybody. The, the, the TV commercials and the magazine ads and, and all the internet blasts, they hit everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And some people need more spin off the tee to keep the ball in the air. Dude who launches it at nine degrees and got, you know, 95 mile an hour ball speed, he needs a little bit more spin, keep that thing in the air. Is there a chart anywhere 
that uh, those of us who don't understand the differences can check and see, hey, if you want a ball that goes farther off the tee, then you need to look for one that spins less. And a ball that spins less would be built like A, B, and C. Yeah. They're on the internet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can click around and ask specific questions, and there's a bunch of charts out there. Okay. Well, let's find find one and put it up on there. People ask me questions, and what I do, you know, about balls or spins or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they say, what about about PGA Tour players? I'm like, are you a PGA Tour player? (laughs) Not this week. No. Like, so what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the the answer PGA Tour players – They'll play the ball that they're paid to play. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, up to a point. Now, I know of a specific player who used to be on staff with a company that he they wanted him to play all their equipment, including the ball, and that's where he drew the line. Uh Now, I've got my Titleist Pro V ball. This is what I want to play. Right. So he switched companies to that, from that company, to Titleist. Gotcha. And uh, he won on tour. Cool. Just okay. a few weeks back. Yeah. But he wasn't going to switch balls. Okay. Not a chance. So he found, he understood, we've been having this conversation with him for a long time. And uh, he knows what he can do around the green. He doesn't want to gamble with his future. And uh, he plays the ball that he wants to play. Right. That makes perfect sense, really. Play what you're comfortable with. Even though there yep. may be other balls that are, quote, unquote, as good or, quote, unquote, do the same thing. Uh, why hassle with it? Why have to learn something new? You know? Why take the chance? The trust factor after a long time, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Trust. When Can you imagine being a top-level player having a little question mark rolling around your head going, I wonder what's going to happen if I chip this shot in the way I normally do. Yeah. When it's money on the line. That's not the kind of thoughts so. you want going through your head. No. no yeah, I don't no. think so. No. But for those of us who don't have that pressure, <laughs> those of us who have that thought, I wonder what this ball is going to do <laughs> no matter what shot we're hitting <laughs> or what ball we're using. <laughs> right. Um, is, is the ball really all that important or is it – Really, right now, you just worry about how much it costs. I think that's dependent on what kind of player you are. I really do. Okay. I think if you're a 25 handicapper, I think it's based on cost. Right. I really do. Yeah. But I think if you're a 10 or better, you better be going after that best ball. Okay. You better be trying that because the truth is it will change a few things. There'll be shots that you cannot hit with those really cheap golf balls. They don't stop. Right. So they don't spin around the greens with the shots you really need, those delicate little touch shots. You need those softies around the greens. You really do. If you have a golfer Uh, on your list, your Christmas list, one of the things you can do, and you probably would not be uh, received with anything but glee, would be buy a dozen of the good ones. Oh, yeah. Go get a dozen Pro V1s. Even if they don't play Pro V1s, go get them a dozen. They're free, so therefore they can afford to lose them. 
I mean, they're free for them, not for you. You yeah. get a you get a credit right. pocket for for the gift. But get the Pro V ones, the Pro V one Xs, the AVXs. Get the uh, the um, you know what I have I have really liked. I've played a, a couple of them. Is the uh, Mizuno? What is it? The uh, RG Tour, RB Tour. Uh huh. That's a nice golf ball, man. I really like that. I've one. not played it. Yeah, I've not played it. Um, then you've got the um, what is it? The uh, the TaylorMade was TP five or something. Um, yeah. There, there are a number of really, really good golf balls. And like I said, if you have a golfer on your list and you're looking to get a golf gift, you can't go wrong buying a dozen of the good golf balls. Right. Here's the other thing. We've said this every year now. What is it, six years into, yep. into our Christmas show specials? Yep. Here's the thing that guarantees a happy guy. You give the gift of golf. Or golf instruction. Yep. Everyone benefits from that. Yep. Never, ever give a club. No. Unless that golfer has pinpointed exactly which club and what shaft. Yeah. Don't buy a club. Don't do it. they'll be guilted into using it. It won't be the best for their game. Don't buy a club. Yeah. Buy a gift certificate for golf. Buy a gift certificate for golf instruction. You will always come out ahead. The golfer will thank you and be honest about that thank you. Yes, and you will be, as I said, received. The present will be received with glee. And you will um, forever maintain your your position <laughs> in, in the hierarchy of his friends. So there That's you right. go. That's the way you do it. But uh, no, I had a quick little story. I had a brother-in-law who was given by his daughter, who loves him a lot, a um, a wedge for Christmas. It was a really nice wedge, right? Um, very expensive. Very cool. He couldn't hit it to save his life. He uh, huh. he never used it, which hurt his daughter's feelings. And I mean, they they had a major falling out about it. She was so hurt, not understanding. Yeah, not understanding why he wasn't using it. You know. She, right. Uh, so, so that don't don't put yourself out there because so many people who are not golfers don't understand it. Don't buy a golf club for anybody. Buy them a gift certificate, maybe or something, but don't uh, do not buy a golf club. Gift certificate for equipment, that's fine. Gift certificate for instruction, that's fine. Golf balls, as long as they're the good ones, that's fine too. But other than that, mm-mm. don't uh, don't go out on a limb. Right. Be careful. Yeah, because you're probably going to do it wrong. Okay. We've got uh, some more to talk about, and we're going to do it when we come right back. Hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. Sports packages on cable TV cost a fortune. And most of the time, they don't even show you all the games that you want to see. That's why having ExpressVPN is an absolute must for any sports fan. Here's how it works. You see, ExpressVPN tricks the sites into thinking that you were located somewhere else in the world. NIST lets you watch games that are blacked out in your region and lets you buy sports subscriptions that cost less in other countries. So you can use ExpressVPN to stream all sports. NFL, NBA, English Premier League, college hoops, you name it. 
I got a friend who wants to watch the Louisville game. He lives down in Mobile. No one's carrying it down there. He's using ExpressVPN. He's going to stream it live. And you can do the same thing, too. You can save money, and you can watch all the games you want with the best VPN for streaming sports. You visit expressvpn.com slash weekend. expressvpn.com slash weekend, and you will get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash weekend. You know, it's funny. We've been talking about what to buy the golfer on your Christmas list, what not to buy the golfer on your Christmas list. And we totally forgot one thing that we can mention. It's a new sponsor to the program. And if the person on your Christmas list has a golf cart of their own and it's an electric golf cart, you know they run on batteries. And the last thing that you would want this friend of yours to do is to have a battery go dead out in the middle of the golf course. How do you avoid that is a good question and a good Christmas gift. Rely on batteries. That's it. Just go to relyonbattery.com slash golfguys. We have a special promo code there. The code is golfguys, and you will get 10% off the cost of a battery. Plus, you also get a free charger when you order two or more Insight batteries. It's relyonbattery.com slash golfguys. Use the promo code golfguy. They say nothing compares to Relyons, and you need to order yours today. And we are back, those weekend golf guys, just kind of hanging out. John Ashton here in the, uh, in the, in the warm confines of the radio studio. Jeff Smith in the warm confines of the golf cave, Timbergate Golf Course in Edinburgh, Indiana. It's really a shame. You, you, you've got some golfers at your place only because you've got some indoor facilities there. You've got some, some, um, what? We've got a couple simulators here. Simulator. That is the word that just for some reason escaped my meager brain. Man. Wow. To think they're just like, you're a golfer and you forgot about simulators. I love the word. Just I knew I could picture it all. It's just the word escapes me. That's, you know, the first thing that happens when you – actually, it's the second thing that goes when you start getting old. When you guys – and when I say you guys, I'm referring to teachers in general, golf instructors. One of the things that we have talked about a lot is how we get – as as amateur golfers, we get a bit paranoid sitting in front of, of a golf instructor knowing that we're probably going to get laughed at. Now, you don't laugh at any of your students in front of them, do you? No, I okay. don't. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple things. <laughs> okay. First, I know that that's a rude, terrible thing. Right. So here's what I do. I get them laughing so that way I can laugh with them. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that way, Clever. they've got a purpose in laughing. Yeah. So we make it fun. Uh-huh. They're laughing. I'm laughing. And we may be laughing for different reasons, but nonetheless, we're both laughing. Right. So, we're all good there. And you don't need to go into any great detail as to the reason why you're laughing. So, everybody thinks it's copacetic and it's cool. So, there you go. As an instructor, do you have recurring things you see? Do you? Oh, yeah. Do you see, like, some of us share the same kind of swing, the bad swing habits or something like that? Yeah. You know, the the head down flipper is the... The big primary, right? The head down flipper. The head down flipper. Yeah, he's the dude that's his face is anchored into the ground. Like he heard that at one point in his career from somebody. Oh, keep your head down. Got to keep your head down, right? Yeah. So his body's trapped, can't swing, can't turn, can't do much. And then all of a sudden his arms can't even extend all the way because he's too busy staying down. If he actually did extend his arms at that point, uh, he'd just stick the club into the ground. Right. Gotcha. And then so he just flips his hands over. Mm -hmm. So doesn't sound productive, man. No, no. 
I see a lot of guys, the hangbackers, right? They shoot the hips forward, get the upper body going backwards. See a lot of that. The, you know, the, the Johnny Miller in the seventies, in right? That guy that's shooting those hips forward. The guy that's got back problems today. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like right after his round of golf and right. forever because of that. Right. Yeah. We got a lot of those guys too. You see a lot of that for that. We see a lot of the dippers, the knee dip guy, right? Knee dippers. He's trying to be silky smooth and all of a sudden you see him drop his knees and they both flex and they going toward the target. He's got the knee dip going. Yeah. Huh. We get some of those, right? <laughs> okay. Of course, everybody sees the over the top, over the top dude, right? Right. Everybody sees that where they get up the top of their swing. And the first thing they do is their right shoulder goes forward toward the golf ball. The hands go forward toward the golf ball and they're throwing that club straight out at the top of their swing as hard as they can. And it swings down across their body and inward toward their body a lot. Everybody sees that. Right. The other dude we see a lot, the spin out guy. Guy falls back. He's in the same vein as the, the hips forward, head back guy. He spins out. Like, let's say you're a right-handed golfer and you spin back on your left heel. And then at the top of the backswing, you're good. And through the forward swing, you're spinning your hips so much. And that you wind up on your left heel. And it makes this gouge mark into the ground, spinning out. And you almost fall over. Hmm. We see those dudes. Okay. On the range. You played with a guy like that. I've watched you play with a guy like that. Really? I have. I have. I was playing with you one time when we were playing with a dude that that was his thing. You didn't quite realize that because you were too busy trying to find his golf ball in the air, but I was watching him. <laughs> I let you try to find his golf ball. Right. It's a dude you play golf with um, on a semi-regular basis. Okay. Okay. It's not Mr. Down the Middle, Mr. No, Mr. Mark, I can always find my golf ball. No. Oh, no. It's not that guy. It's some other dude. I got you. Any others you see before I start asking questions about some of these? Yeah, the big lag dude. The, the hands lagger, the one that the, you know, the body's out in front, the hands are way behind and the wrists are trying to stay as cocked as they can for as long as they can and they can never get the club face square and they always blow it out to the right. Yeah. Cause they hear the word lag. Like you got to keep it. Right. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And you never give it away. You can't unlag it ever. We see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Those are common. That lag thing, though, I mean, when you have training devices that supposedly teach you the lag, is is the improper lag, is that is that just a timing issue? Or is lag something that's really not as important as some folks who sell training devices would want you to believe? Well, let's have this conversation about context here. Okay. Do I want my wrist fully cocked in my golf swing? Yes, at some point you do. But remember, this is a one and a third second total golf swing from takeaway to impact right how long do you keep it is the real question not do i have it how long do i keep it where do i get rid of it and how can i time that so the people who get a full wrist cock and can get rid of it by the time the club gets down to the ball they're in good shape mm -hmm. okay but you hear all these things out of context all these wrist training devices and all these laginators and all these things that you know whatever you want to call them this will get you more lag. This will get you more lag. And they have created a whole bunch of people who have not understood. Yeah, it's great to have it, but you can't hang on to it forever, folks. Golf swing's not that long. Right. Ball's going right because you're not getting rid of it. Gotcha. So got a lot of that. Okay. So I think it's a, a context problem. And I think a lot of people don't even have the, the idea correct. Their concept is bad. Gotcha. They don't know that they shouldn't keep it you know i think that's what happens is you know they they try to stay down on it and they try to keep 
their head down and they try to hold their lag and keep their lag. See all those, those are somewhat permanent words, right? Mm -hmm. Stay and keep and hold. Right. That's the problem. It's a flowing motion. And I'm sure that the problem is, is, as you just alluded to, that a lot of us probably don't do just one of these. But have a few of like like I would imagine the head down flipper and a big lag dude probably one and the same on many occasions, aren't they? They can be. They all hear some bad information. They take it as gospel. Yeah, yeah. Who was it that said keep your head down? And why was he just trying to mess up generations of golfers or what? He oh. did. Whoever it was. So, so here's where I think it came from. Honestly, okay. I think this: the covers of magazines have done it to us. They keep putting them out there. Mm-hmm. The picture of a golfer at impact. They keep throwing that on covers of magazines. And at that moment, their arms are fully extended. Their left arm is fully extended down to the golf ball. Their hips are turned. And at that moment, their head is facing the golf ball. Right. That image of impact is there without context. They don't put the the picture of the top of the backswing where they're fully extended up. Their left arm is slightly bent. Their face is not planted in the ground at that point. They don't put that one no. on the cover of a magazine very often. No, they don't. They also don't put the finish position on the cover of a magazine very often either. And those are pretty important. For example, the finish where the head is facing the target and the arms are collapsed across the body and their chest is straight up over their front leg. They don't put that on there enough. And that's where I think a lot of this continues to grow the thought about golf and what it ought to be. Gotcha. Is images. Yeah. That people keep seeing. Well, look at that. Look at the picture of this dude over here. He just won this tournament. Look at where he is at impact. So they all try to get there. Not really realizing that they're looking at like maybe one one hundredth of a second of time of that whole swing. Uh huh. A lot going There's on. There's not enough on the magazine covers of the whole sequence. Right. To help dispel the image. Because a picture is worth a thousand words. It is indeed. The images yeah. are pretty important. Yes. Are the results basically predictable when you see any of these swing types that you've mentioned? Yeah, they okay. really are. Okay. The head down flippers. There's an awful lot of landing spot problems with those people. Yeah. Okay. When I say landing spot problems... You mean like hitting it I'm in the fairway? About the bottom of their arc of their swing. Oh, okay. I'm where sorry. Where their club okay. hits the ground. Right, okay. Right. Not where their ball would land. Gotcha. Oh, no. I'm talking specifically about where their club lands. That's an important thing, you know. So there's a lot of those problems. A lot of times they hit them fat. Yeah. So I have issues with an awful lot of the, the current state of teachers and the teaching and the, the conversations that they have, the old school guys and the Okay. And the guys who've learned a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's out there's guys out there now that are in these professional forums and teaching forums that I'm in that swear that they're teaching the exact same thing today as they were 25 years ago, but they've never changed anything based on information. I bet you one of them is the guy who said, keep your head down originally. You know, it's interesting. I think that guys like that, that don't learn from the evidence that we have today, they're not helping as many people play better golf. Because the information that we have today Mm -hmm. far exceeds the information that we had 20 years ago. Right. And it's not just because of the technology, but it's what is the the technology has shown us, proved 
over the time that we've used them that there are certain patterns and there are certain things that produce certain things. Like, you know, if we've got a swayer, a guy who sways his upper body off the ball by a certain amount, let's say it's two inches off the ball. He has to get back there or it's going to be a, an improper strike. We all understand that. Right, yeah. But there are certain degrees of certain types of golfers that that matters more to, that those couple degrees here, couple degrees there can have a larger effect on certain type of golfer than on other types of golfers. So we learned that, that the swayer, the tilter, the head down flipper, the hang back guy, the over the topper, the dipper, hands lagger, you know, the spin outer guy. Mm -hmm. They're all a little different and they all have to do something different. You know, the blocker, here's the, here's that dude that just hangs on and hangs on, hangs on. That guy who's got to hold his leg, he blocks everything. Why? Because he never learned when to get rid of his club. And somebody, you know, from 20 years ago was teaching that, hold the lag, hold the lag, hold the lag. They created a nation full of blockers. They're just out there not, not letting the club fling through there. Right. That's the opposite guy of the flipper. Okay. It's, um, it's crazy. It is. The good news is, however, that no matter what the problem and what bad information you've been fed, you can get it fixed. Um, yeah. And that's why. Go to a teacher who understands what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why. Figures uh, it out for your body. Mr. Jeff and, and his uh, compatriots in the whole bioswing dynamic school of thought can um, can basically fix whatever <laughs> whatever is wrong, whether it's just an inherent mistake you're making or something you've been taught to do improperly. It doesn't matter. We're going to be back. Maybe the first time you got that right on this radio show. It is. I've been practicing, man. I've been practicing. Bio it's swing. Almost like somebody wrote it down for you. Dynamics. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. That would have been a great idea. I wish I had thought of that two years ago. We're going to be right back. Don't you move. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. Those Weekend Golf Guys is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ. That's the brand new streaming sports news network that is live 24-7 and costs you nothing. That's right. It's sports coverage that's always on and it's always free. Always. Check it out. It's great. The coverage is always focused on the game, breaking news as it happens, fantasy advice, and something we care about deeply here, gambling picks and analysis to get a little extra edge. <laughs> uh huh. You turn on CBS Sports HQ and you're going to see the stuff you need to win your bets. And you can access it all free. Not free for a week, not free for a month. Not if you have some special cable package. It's totally, completely free for everybody. You don't even need a login. No fake debates. It's just sports for real sports fans at the great price of completely free. You don't even have to log in or sign up for anything. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. All right, we're back for a few moments yet together on this fine, chilly where we are morning. I'm John Ashton in studio. He's Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at 
at Timbergate Golf Course, Edinburgh, Indiana. The number one golf instructor in the state of Indiana, according to Golf Digest magazine, co-host of the number one golf radio program in the USA, according to CV magazine of London, England. We appreciate the kudos and the shout-outs and uh, want you to check out, uh, again, we have we have a picture of a, or it's a little quick video of a trick shot that you ain't going to believe. 159 people to date have seen it and went, whoa, and have shared it with a friend who they thought needed to see it. You can too. Just go to facebook.com slash golf guys. He's not a head down flipper, but he keeps his eyes on the ball in front of him while he takes his backswing and he just, he takes the club in his left hand his driver, and does it like he's swinging at the ball, but it's a practice swing, but he does it with just his left hand. He lets it go and flips the club behind him, and the club actually rotates, you know, head over uh, grip. And uh-huh. then he moves his hands to the right side of his body, where they should be at the top of his swing, and catches the club as it comes there, and then continues the shot and hits the ball. It's phenomenal. phenomenal. Pretty cool, too. It is. <laughs> and you know don't try it at home until you get your problems down if you're any of the uh, swing types mentioned and i would say 9.9 or 99 times out of 100 you're going to fit into one of those uh improper swing categories which is why you're not hitting the ball straight down the middle 300 yards speaking of which i know we don't talk about the pga but i gotta throw out justin thomas and um, tiger woods were playing together during the hero challenge Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Tiger outdrove Justin Thomas. <laughs> but did you see he made such a big deal out of it? He walked up to, to JT's ball and he checked it. He looked at it and went, Whoa, that's yours, not mine. <laughs> that's your ball. I hit mine up there. <laughs> Would not let it rest. It's, it's, it's nice to see those guys treat each other the same way we treat our, our playing partners when we're out on the course, too. It's a lot of fun. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Go check it out. Facebook.com slash golfguys. Go check out the, the that site on Facebook. Check out the, the trick video and uh, follow us there. Other than that, just be back next week, and we'd appreciate it. And if it's not too cold where you're at right now, go play some golf. 